Thank you for having me on your show. Really appreciate it. I've been looking forward to it. Most welcome, Landon. Okay, Landon, um, that I know that you are from Oklahoma and you are running your business over there. Tell us something about interesting about the author that most people don't know. <laughs> well, a lot of people don't realize that I'm a sailor, that I I do a lot of sailing. Spent over 9 months solo sailing on a 25-foot sailboat in the Caribbean Sea, and I really enjoy adventures. I like looking for new islands and and all kinds of stuff out there. So, that's probably the most interesting thing about me. Okay. So, Landon, you know what that I believe that you know every entrepreneur has a great story behind, right? So, how did you catch the entrepreneurial bug and where did you start your journey? I heard some of your other guests talking about kind of their story and i feel like i mean this is cliche to say you're born an entrepreneur but i always any job and i've had 27 jobs in my life any job that i had i was always wanting to be a, a boss of myself you know i was a very task oriented person versus an hourly like i always saw something as i, I want to get uh, you know if i want to accomplish something i want to do it efficiently and rapidly and so it just naturally did not work well in an hourly environment so that immediately put me to a commission based type of jobs i would always go for commission based jobs and eventually that led me to why would it work for somebody else when i could work for myself and so that was really really the the driving behind entrepreneurialism my first business was landon's lawn mowing service mowing lawns in austin texas to raise funds for a, a drum set uh, and kind of started from there okay that's uh, really awesome you know like uh, you've got a lot of experience in real estate as well as in entrepreneurship right according to you what is the most important personality trait that someone would need to work in your industry to be successful in their job Sure, the number one thing in real estate and really any sales is the ability to reframe rejection. Most of the people that we come in contact with every day don't end up working with us, and that sounds like a bad thing, but that's just part of sales. So the ability yeah. to receive rejection but reframe it as though you're you're filtering through to find the correct customer is an extremely important mindset to have. Yeah, your mindset is most of the important thing because first if you have that kind of right kind of mindset then you are going to face any kind of challenges you are going to face any kind of problems because the business is all about facing challenges every day exactly well <laughs> said yeah okay <laughs> how did you manage to grow your business so far yet Sure. So the the biggest linchpin that grew my business was social media and specifically YouTube and the podcast of course which is available on all podcast platforms has taken my show from one small little town in Oklahoma that many people have never even heard about to over 51 countries and wow. that's through the power of consistently creating content but also being real being like you and I are talking right now you're asking good questions and really responding with a real thought about answer is what people really are desiring now is is none of this fluff man you just got to really share the way it is and share it quickly and right. that's very important right so basically social media has helped you to grow your business 
and uh, like can you share the exact strategy that you have implemented to you know grow your business wherever right now sure yeah so my business grew alongside zillow zillow was one of our biggest contracts early on and they used to give out leads like hundreds of leads a month for very low price and what i did was i would take that that lead that came in and i would immediately retarget to them a display ad okay so i would take their email address i would tell google find this person online link their ip address and then start advertising directly to them pictures of my face pictures of what i do and they would immediately think i was extremely popular right and so when i would call them you know over the next couple days as the ad started advertising directly to them, they would respond like, yeah, exactly. Retargeting that specific person. And it was not very common then, but people would, would immediately respond. Wow. Like, okay, Landon, yes, we want to work with you. You, you seem like you're, you, you know, what's going on in this town and they wouldn't ever talk about the ads, but I knew that they were seeing them. It was creating a sense of like professionalism. They, they, they thought, saw me as a celebrity, even though I'm only advertising just to them. So it was very uh, useful to build report early on. So basically, you are uh, focusing more on the retargeting thing. Once you get the leads, then you are just doing the retargeting because each and every day they are just going to see your ad. <laughs> yeah. so they can easily remember you. They can easily see you. Like it's an amazing strategy that you are using right now. So yeah. That's really great. <laughs> now it's, most it's of the a... realtors, they are just stealing this strategy. Once we release our podcast, most of the realtors are going to steal your strategy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and that's the way it should be. You know, we want to be important to the people we want to be important for. It's too expensive to cast a wide net now. It's not even necessary anymore. You can really narrow down and let that specific person know that you're important, yeah. that you care about them with a very direct yeah. message. And so, yeah, exactly. So yeah, free to use for anybody. There's plenty of space out there. There's plenty of ideas. So there's lots of people. You did an amazing job. <laughs> <laughs> your strategy. That's really great. Thank you so much for sharing your strategy. And uh, once I uh, you know, like as you know that uh, everyone is dealing some level of difficulties in their business, right? So what are the most common difficulties that you are currently facing as an orientator, or you may be faced in the past? And how did you tackle those challenges? Sure. So market saturation is something lots of businesses face. In real estate, we face it all the time. As soon as it gets popular to sell items, the salesmen come out of the woodwork, right? The more flood the market. And what that does is it confuses the consumer. The more salesmen that that are approaching and the more products that they have to choose between, some people just decide, you know what, forget this, I'm too confused. So yeah. that is a, a something we fight through every day. And how I get over that is we have a, immediately eliminated the salesmanship tone in our voice. So being upbeat and happy actually is a, is hurting you now because yeah. that is a classic symptom of a salesman, right? When I say, hi, this is Landon from the Oklahoma Real Estate Show. How are you doing today? Boom, they're going to hang up, right? Because they're conditioned to nobody talks like that in real life anymore. So we've had to change our approach to more of a natural tone of voice, you know, hey, this is Landon from the Oklahoma Real Estate Show. Just curious, I saw your home came off the market. Did you guys end up selling that? I mean, what, what ended up happening with that one? You know, that change right there to just taking it down, relaxing tone with them, still keeping the pace quick is able to cut through a lot of the noise of uh, the upbeat 
sales calls that people are getting. Does that, does yeah, that make like, sense? Yeah, like, you know, in sales, tonality matters most. The way Correct. you are approaching to the like people, like if you are just, I know, being authentic, being real to in front of them, exactly. they, they are just going to listen to you. Because see, most of the people, they just think about that, you know, I need to sell this product, I need to sell this house and all. But you need to, you know, like know about exactly what the clients want. Right. And, you know, like finding that and uh, talking to them like a real human, not a, a robotic, like the way you like now say that I have something here. <laughs> so that's, thing. that's a really important thing. Yeah, right. Okay. And then what is your growth plan? Not just in terms of business, but in terms of life also. Sure. So for me, like I said before, I'm a sailor. And when I sailed around for nine months, right, I went uh, in search of uncharted islands. And I actually did find several uncharted islands. So anybody thinking that the maps have all the land on the earth, that's not true. There are lands out there that are not on the map. And I spent three days on one in particular. And what I learned in the three days on an uninhabited island, totally hundreds of miles away from the nearest human being, was that I was alone. Right. I was in paradise, but I was alone and it didn't fulfill me like I thought. And so I immediately sailed back to the United States. I ended up getting married too quickly. That's a whole different story. The point was, is that I learned a very valuable lesson is that you can be in paradise, but if you're alone, you're not in paradise. Right. So I have a plan to get a one point two million dollar yacht and then be able to take people on that journey with me and to yeah. show people what it's like to be on an uncharted island and spend time and to meditate and to really recharge your life you know very far away from civilization and then take those lessons back to civilization when you're done so now i'm creating a team to be able to grow to where I can begin doing training missions during the winter time on this boat, which come to find out I can spend about 36 days each year on the boat for IRS tax purposes. They allow about 10% of boat usage for the owner of the, of the charter yacht, so which is 36 days a year. So currently I'm building my real estate business to be self-sufficient while I'm overseas. So my team can handle that so that I can give you guys what I call baseline experience, which would be coming with us on the yacht and experiencing these uncharted islands for real in real life. Oh, wow. That's really great. Awesome. You're planning. Okay, so I'm like, you know, since most of home buying and selling process nowadays happens online, like, so how do you take advantage of online marketing? You have already said that, yeah, but, uh, sure. uh, but uh, share with any other strategy or anything that's on your mind. Sure. So, well, for one thing, when we say online marketing, there is two channels to go behind. There's the first initial channel, which is someone that is not good in person. This could be someone that's socially awkward or they grew up in high school and they they were not a very social person or they got hurt early on by others. And so they're using online to segregate themselves and to filter their personality. OK, and so when we understand that there's those people now, how do we market to someone that's afraid to commit to an in-person Right. Typically, how we win them over is providing facts. Right. Well, you know, we've sold this many homes at this price, this closing ratio. We provide these services that you can expect from us in detail. And we sign a contract so you know you're going to get all these from us. And there's a sense of certainty that we provide to that person. So when they get the guts up to have a phone call with us, right, they already have a sense of certainty beforehand. Then there's the other customer that's online, which is the social butterfly. 
which is using their online experience to meet more people, right? And for them, we have more flamboyant advertisement, which is, hey, look at us, we're touring these homes. This is so much fun going together to tour homes. Look at how beautiful this home is. And they're gonna be excited by these ads because they want more attention, more excitement. And so you really have to understand those are the two main consumers on online is the awkwardly social that doesn't want to be in person so much, but wants to experience it online where it's protected and safe. And then the other one, which is I'm looking for more people and I'm using it to connect with more people. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Guys, landing said is awesome strategy. So if you have any kind of trouble to implement your marketing strategy, you can see this strategy and also implement in our business. Okay, so Landon, this is my favorite question that uh, if you had an extra $10,000 of your budget, then how do you spend it and why? Sure. I think specifically in real estate, we have a lot of engagement from big corporations competing for market share. A lot of these are based in California. Some of them are based in Texas. Some of them are based in New York City. But they are working each and every day to try to capture the entire market. One of the things that they cannot do is in-person events. It's very difficult for them to do. So if you have $10,000, you can market about your event that you're going to have. But if you can have an in-person event that's successful, that can change the whole dynamic. Because if you can get somebody's attention in real life, then augment that. Remember with the remarketing, right? So we're, we're getting their attention in real life. Then we're augmenting that relationship with the online life. It's so much stronger. So let me give you one idea that you could do, that your customers can do in real estate right now, and that is schedule a party bus. Many of your towns have something called a party bus, and the party bus is typically for special events. You take all the friends out, all that, but do it for real estate. Now, check with your local laws. Make sure you can do it, but you schedule it once a quarter. You take all the buyers that are maybe thinking about it, maybe not. Maybe you haven't even met them yet. You put a social media ad out there that says, we are touring on this fun party bus the latest homes for sale, you're going to get to see all the new amenities, all the discussion. You're going to get to talk with other buyers about their home tour, and it's going to be celebrated on this bus on this night, and we're giving you a free ticket. You just have to register down below. That, I think, is going to be the new ideas going forward with uh, everybody not afraid of COVID anymore. That's really awesome. That's really great idea, Randall. So have you tried this idea? Yeah, Have you been doing this? Yes. So before COVID, we were launching the buyer's bus and there's actually, I'll I'll post a video later on because we're going to do some marketing again. In our market, it costs about $800 for the 28 passenger bus. And then what you do is you run the Facebook ads. Like what I did before I had video of customers actually on it. Now I have videos with customers because I brought a cameraman. That's very important. When you do your first bus tour, go ahead and get your friend or hire somebody to come and bring a camera and get video of of all your buyers touring and you doing, you talking about the homes, because that's going to be your next tour. You're going to use that video. If you don't have that video, what I did to start is I talked to the limousine company and I said, can I come by when the bus is parked and shoot a promo video on the bus? They said, sure, no problem. I got out there. They turned the bus on all the lights. It had all these fancy stuff inside. And then I made a promo said, guys, we're doing the bus tour launching on this date in this beautiful bus. We're going to see these homes. And boom, I flash like new homes for sale on the screen and then register down below. It's totally free, totally fun. Meet people, get to know your city. Tuesday, February, blah. 
boom, and then put the video on. Wow, really good. <laughs> 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 I think you are so creative, man. Yeah, you gotta have you, fun with it. <laughs> the way you think, you know, I have interacted almost 120 realtors till now. But the way you think, you know, I have <laughs> never ever hearing these things, right? So, <laughs> I also, you know, learned so much of the things, like the way you think, you know, it's, it's, it's really creative, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you have a question that you ask every single one of your guests, and that is, what is a favorite quote of yours? It's yeah, tough to yeah. narrow it down to one, but I think this one summarizes your experience here, is that I don't know who said this quote, but it's so profound, and it is, I don't sing because I'm happy. I'm happy because I sing. And that's something we need yeah. to understand is each day, whether we have a sale that day or not, we can choose to be happy. We can wake up to be happy. And if we carry that happiness through the day, it's amazing what can happen throughout your day each day. So even though this bus tour that I'm talking about hasn't even happened today, we're all excited about the bus tour already because you're carrying the passion, you're carrying the excitement, and you're yeah. you're forcing your body to get happy. And that actually attracts more people okay. to that experience, right? And that's really what we're sharing when we share real estate. Real estate is a scene for the play of your life. And you must yeah. think of it that way, because if you don't think of it that way, the experience and the feeling that real estate is giving you during that tour, that's what you're paying for. You can be the most successful person. So yes, the home is more expensive than you thought, but guess how much money you're gonna make living in this home because you're gonna have the right mindset every day you wake up, you see the beautiful bathtub you've always dreamed about, the beautiful kitchen you've always wanted, get to see your kids grow up in the backyard that you wanted for them. Yeah. This is why you're gonna be successful because you're now living the life of your dreams. See, it makes sense? Yeah, you're a marketing genius, man. <laughs> you're pulling this out of me <laughs> it's all you buddy <laughs> what i was thinking that you know like i don't know whether they are going to buy it or not but the way they are going to experience like they you know like they will never ever forget yourself right they'll ne right. never ever forget that you know this man this man has provided a great experience and with that they can easily refer to you their network or they can buy the home for themselves right sure so yeah, this is yep. amazing. And I think it's important to note, it kind of a, give you another tidbit in closing for realtors, it, it is hard to stay passionate in your marketing sometimes. And what I feel is that if you find something you're passionate about, like let's say, for example, you're passionate about tennis, you got a lot of tennis players, yeah. you love playing tennis, yeah. incorporate tennis into how you do real estate. And here's why. Because most people don't have something they're truly passionate about that they know that they're passionate about. They're kind of searching. And when they see that you're passionate about something, immediately they're inspired by your passion. Even though they don't like tennis, they love that you're passionate about tennis. And so for me, what we found and we're launching this year in 2023 is I'm passionate about sailing. I found a title company that's located on a lake here so what we're doing is we're giving our buyers a ticket and the ticket is to the boat on closing day. Instead of meeting at the title company, we're going to meet you on the other side of the lake. You come on board the boat and we're going to sail across the lake to the title company. And something important is going to happen is because I'm passionate about new lives, new changing. I'm going to tell the people who are leaving the shore and your old home 
behind and we're sailing to the new home and the new life now at the title company. And all I did was I called the title company. I told them, here's what we're doing. They said, we love that idea, but you know, we got to get all these permits. And I said, no, 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 no. We'll park at the city marina. But all I want is your staff to come out and greet us. They said, really? That's all you want? I said, yes, because when your staff comes out to greet our buyers that are pulling up on the boat, it shows them that you care and that it's a special moment in their life. And sometimes all it is, is just asking a staff member, could you meet us at the car? Could you come out, you know, and I'm going to call you on the cell phone when our buyers are getting there and make them feel special. Just a little bit extra. And you can really turn a normal experience into a magical experience that then they share with everybody else. Yeah, that's really awesome. Wow. (laughs) Okay, so let us see you write a book about yourself. Then how do you name it and why? I think it would be called Baseline. Remember I talked to you about that before. Baseline is who we are when culture is not applied to us. So if you've not experienced that in your own personal life, I challenge you, start planning today, whether it's going out to a nature walk far away. You want to get to a remote place because what you're going after is you want to hear your own heart You want to hear your own mind. You want to get what I call a baseline. And once you've experienced who you are with no one around, no culture, just pure nature, then when you go back to the city, you will notice all the advertisement. You'll notice how things are sold, what things are important, what things are not. And once you're able to distinguish the baseline versus culture, you will be a brilliant marketing expert because you can see the difference between true nature and what man has created. And this knowledge will allow you to be very efficient when you're moving through the marketplace. Okay, so when you're writing your book, <laughs> that is a that I, I did have another book that I started writing on a doctor that found the cure to the apple in the Garden of Eden. And wow. it was a story about religion. It was a story about culture. Long story short, I went through a divorce and relationships can have a way of tearing your heart. And when they tear your heart, right, it can sometimes derail your passions. So yeah. it can take many years to recover for sure. So maybe I should write a book. Do people read books anymore? Do you guys read books? Some people read, some people read because, you know, like a book is like, you know, if you write a book about something, it doesn't matter a lot of the people are reading or not, but it's only, it's only one thing that matters is if one person reads your book and changes their life, it's going to be worth it. You did an amazing mm. job, right? You are going to do an amazing job, right? So that is important. People do, people read books. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. let us tell us about your Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok, or any social media platform so that our audience can get in touch with you and find you. Sure, sure. So I've made it real easy for everyone. It's just the Oklahoma Real Estate Show. You can see this shirt I've got here for the video watchers. OklahomaRealEstateShow.com or you can just Google Oklahoma Real Estate Show and that will get you to any social platform. We try to use the same handles, but it's too long. So just OK Real Estate Show, which is the state abbreviation, OK Real Estate Show. You can find Instagram, Facebook. Our main central focus is the YouTube channel. You'll see me talking about market stats, and all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, the the podcast is Oklahoma Real Estate Show. And I noticed that the show word at the end of that completely opened the horizon to every single domain that I wanted, every single Instagram handle that I wanted. So if you're in a different state, adding the word show at the end of your real estate company is a good tip to be able to allow you to get whatever name you want because show, a lot of people don't use, especially, and it's a very fun word. We have a lot of 
of fun with that word. Customers even, when we call them, Oklahoma Real Estate Show, they, they're they like, what? I'm going to be on TV? Well, you might be. Yeah, we're interviewing <laughs> you. See if your home should be on TV, you know? I mean, it's a very fun way to engage with people and life is way too short to not have fun, really. For real. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Hey guys, do make sure you follow Landon. He's a wonderful person with great personality and he has a great mindset according to the market updates, like the way he, like, he's just so creative, man. So you can reach out to her for whatever your interest needs. That was today's episode of Fucking Entrepreneur Show. Thank you, Landon, for being on the show and it was an honor to talk to you today. Hey, thanks for inviting me. I, I hope to do it again. We'll do. We'll do. I'm, I know i just going to plan something about the marketing Stocks and all, but we do again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so thanks again, and then I'm there. So that's it. I'm your host, Sugar, signing off. And you guys have a wonderful day. Bye, guys.